Warren Buffett has taken a very thinly veiled swipe at Democrats and anyone else who opposes stock buybacks and stock repurchases. He's labelled them as economically illiterate and silver-tongued demagogues. He's clearly taking aim at people like Chuck Schumer or Elizabeth Warren, or more generally the Inflation Reduction Act, which imposed a tariff on stock repurchases. Now, Warren Buffett has been a huge fan of stock buybacks. He suggests they're a great way for companies to give back money to their stockholders and also to ensure that those remaining stockholders get an even larger chunk of the remaining pie. Warren Buffett is clearly a fan of buybacks and is clearly not a fan of the people who oppose them. So let's have a look at what Warren Buffett has said and whether or not Warren Buffett is correct. Warren Buffett has made no secret of his love of stock buybacks and has expressed this quite vociferously in several annual letters to Berkshire Hathaway shareholders. For example, in the 2022 annual letter, which was released in February 2023, Warren Buffett specifically states, gains from value accretive repurchases benefit all owners in every respect. Imagine, if you will, three fully informed shareholders in a local auto dealership, one of whom manages the business. Imagine further that one of the passive owners wishes to sell his interest back to the company at a price that is attractive to the two continuing shareholders. When completed, has this transaction harmed anyone? Is the manager somehow favoured over the continuing passive owners? Has the public been hurt? Now clearly in this anecdote, Warren Buffett is getting the idea that when you've got fully informed shareholders, one of whom or many of whom want to sell their shares, no one loses. The person who wants to sell is able to liquidate. The people who don't want to sell now own even more of the company because the number of shares outstanding has now decreased. Not only that, but the company is funding use for its cash holdings. Rather than the cash sitting there doing nothing, they've distributed it to those shareholders who wanted to sell, and then those shareholders can do what they want with that cash. Maybe go out and spend it, or maybe reinvest it in another company that they might regard as more valuable. By contrast, if the company held on to that cash holdings, it might have wasted it on something that was not really value creating. And this therefore can be avoided with a stock buyback. And the stock buyback therefore benefits everyone. It benefits existing shareholders, it benefits the selling shareholders, it benefits the company, and it benefits society by getting that money to its best use. Warren Buffett then continues on. When you are told that all repurchases are harmful to shareholders, or even harmful to the country, or particularly beneficial to CEOs, you are listening to either an economic illiterate or a silver-tongued demagogue, characteristics that are not mutually exclusive. Clearly, Warren Buffett is taking incredibly harsh aim at people like Elizabeth Warren or Chuck Schumer. Elizabeth Warren in particular, who seems to be on a crusade against stock buybacks, but seems to know almost nothing about finance and almost nothing about corporate finance in particular. She does appear to be a demagogue who is completely clueless about stock buybacks and the economic literature surrounding stock buybacks. Warren Buffett is absolutely correct here, and we'll get to the economic literature in just a second. Now, this 2022 annual letter was not the only time Warren Buffett has been complimentary. In the 2021 annual letter, which was released in 2022, Warren Buffett specifically talks about Apple's repurchases. He specifically states, Much of the earnings that Apple retained was used to repurchase Apple shares, an act we applaud. He's specifically getting the idea that when Apple repurchased shares and Berkshire Hathaway didn't sell their shares, Berkshire Hathaway then owned even more of Apple. He's also talked about this in the context of other companies. He's talked about the idea that these repurchases enable Berkshire Hathaway to increase its percentage holding of companies that they particularly value without having to go out and buy more shares. In essence, the existing shareholders are benefiting from these stock buybacks, not losing. And he's saying that the shareholders are benefiting, not the CEO. 
Warren Buffett has also talked about Berkshire Hathaway repurchasing its own shares. He specifically states, When the price value equation is right, this path is the easiest and most certain way for us to increase your wealth. Alongside the accretion of value to continuing shareholders, a couple of other parties gain. Repurchases are modestly beneficial to the seller of the repurchased shares and to society as well. Clearly here he's getting the idea that the person who sells is able to get liquidity and also society benefits because now the cash is going to a perceived better use. Maybe the person who sold can think of a use for that money that is going to create more value. Maybe they can then redeploy that money in their own business. Maybe they can redeploy that money in something that is economically beneficial. Even if they just spend it, that is putting money through the economy, which can drive economic growth. So in general, these stock repurchases are benefiting everyone, at least in Warren Buffett's eyes. And he clearly has no time for the people who are decrying stock repurchases, and particularly those people who are decrying it for a position of complete ignorance. But of course, the question is then, does Warren Buffett have a point? And it turns out the economic literature is absolutely on Warren Buffett's side. What then does the empirical finance literature say about stock repurchases and stock buybacks? After all, if you're Elizabeth Warren, you should be trusting the experts. And the experts have manifestly come down in favor of stock buybacks. Now, I've written some peer-reviewed studies on stock repurchases, particularly focusing on overconfident CEOs. But here I'm going to be talking about the general findings. And overall, they are complementary. The empirical literature suggests that stock buybacks benefit the company, benefit remaining shareholders, and benefit selling shareholders, and they also put cash toward its most efficient use, thereby benefiting society by generating economic growth. The experts have come down decidedly in favor of stock repurchases, and decidedly are not in alignment with what Elizabeth Warren, Chuck Schumer, and the other decriers of stock repurchases are saying. So let's take, for example, a study commissioned by the UK government. This study was written by PricewaterhouseCoopers and spearheaded by Professor Alex Edmonds. Alex Edmonds is one of the most well-known and most recognized people within corporate finance. So when he's writing something, it is definitely worth reading. Now this study particularly found that stock repurchases are actually beneficial and do not harm society and do not harm companies. Some of the key findings were, over the period considered, which was 2007 to 2017, our econometric analysis found no significant relationship between stock repurchases and executive pay. Senior executives suggest that investment decisions come before repurchase decisions. And investment is higher up the ranking of priorities than stock repurchases. Between 2007 and 2017, we found no relationship between stock repurchases and a reduction in investment. In essence, companies are not foregoing investment in order to do a stock buyback. Furthermore, companies are not doing a stock buyback in order to push up company stock prices or EPS earnings so as to enable executives to hit an earnings target. In essence, stock buybacks are being used in a beneficial way. They're not being used surreptitiously or negatively in order to benefit CEOs. They're being used when the company has run out of profitable investments on which to deploy that cash. And now the best use of that cash is to pay it back out to shareholders. Professor Alex Edmonds also goes into some more detail on this in an article in the Harvard Business Review. For example, in relation to CEOs using buybacks for personal gain, he specifically states, Such nefarious use of corporate funds makes for great headlines. But these claims are very rarely backed up by large-scale evidence, and are often driven by a misunderstanding of how stock buybacks actually operate, i.e. are driven by economic illiteracy. 
This article also talks about whether companies forego investment in order to do a repurchase, specifically stating, the claim that the need to buy back stock forces firms to cut investments puts the cart before the horse. A more plausible view goes like this. Firms first allocate funds to investments based on the opportunities that are available. If they have spare cash left over after taking all value-creating investment opportunities, then they may use it for buybacks. That is, after the company has run out of positive NPV investments that they can possibly do, they pay out money to shareholders. This in fact is beneficial. After all, the economic literature suggests that excessive cash holdings harm shareholders. When companies have excessive cash holdings, they tend to invest in decreasingly valuable investments. Furthermore, when companies have excessive cash holdings, it raises the risk that firms might do a value-destroying acquisition. Or maybe the CEOs will spend it on perquisites, or maybe the CEO will spend it on pet causes that don't create shareholder wealth. The stock buyback is a significantly better use of cash than a value-destroying investment. And if the alternative is keeping the cash in this company, and the company thereby losing value on that cash, then clearly the stock buyback is going to be a better option. In an article in Economica, Professor Alex Edmonds also states, the idea that money from stock buybacks is redeployed elsewhere by the people getting that money isn't just wishful thinking, it's supported by evidence. That is, people who get the money from engaging in a buyback then spend that money elsewhere, potentially generating growth. Continuing on, he states, Further, studies find that buybacks occur when growth opportunities are poor and when companies have excess capital. So companies make investment decisions first and buy back stock out of surplus cash, rather than repurchasing shares first and investing only out of the scraps that are left over. In essence, companies are not funneling cash that could have been used for good investments into a buyback, rather, companies have run out of good investments and then with that cash, they're paying it out to shareholders rather than keeping it internally, sitting there, doing nothing of value. And then when people get that money, they appear to go out and reinvest it in something else that is going to potentially drive economic growth. In essence, the finance literature suggests the stock buybacks benefit everyone. They benefit the company, they benefit the person engaging in the buyback, they benefit the remaining shareholders who now own more of that company, and they benefit everyone by putting the cash to a more efficient use. Warren Buffett is absolutely correct to take a swipe at the people who are decrying stock buybacks from a place of complete ignorance. Those people who have clearly not read any of the finance literature and are simply demagoguing about their views about what corporations should be doing with their cash. Nevertheless, if you've got any thoughts about what Warren Buffett is saying, any thoughts about buybacks or any thoughts about repurchases, let me know that in the comments below. And otherwise, thanks a lot for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and hopefully I see you next time as well.